0: Welcome to The Nativist Podcast, where we tap into our instinct and natural power to live intuitively. The ultimate goal is to leave the world healthier and more beautiful than we found it. It all starts on the individual level by cultivating our mind-body connection. Whether you're on a healing journey or just want to look and feel your best, I hope by the end you feel a little happier, a little more inspired, and a little more invested in yourself and the world. Please remember to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review. Thank you.
1: I was one when I got diabetes and now
2: I'm (laughs) three! Romy's is strong!
1: strong. What are you doing,
2: sis? I'm checking your blood. You're
1: checking your blood? It's good! It's the You did it! Don't leave. Don't Don't
0: <laughs> What do you have?
1: I have a little principal. is it new it awesome?
0: It's so
2: awesome!
1: Yeah!
2: I love it!
1: Yeah! You're so cute! Go show Dad how awesome
2: it is! Yeah, go show Dad how awesome
1: it is. Yeah! You ready to go see Dr. Smith? Dr. Romy is... You are! <laughs> I not go. Have to get shot? Because I get high and I eat snacks when I get low. Does it hurt when you have to get a shot? No, sometimes it does. And sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes I say ow oh, and it hurts a lot.
2: Mm-hmm. But you're still so happy, huh? Yeah. How do you stay so happy? <laughs> ah! <laughs> <laughs> Mama's holding
1: you. We're oh gonna count. One, two, three. Louise is strong. And what do we tell our insulin? Thank you, mister Insulin. So <laughs> let it be. Let it be. To meet it. <laughs> to meet your
2: pump what does it mean if you have an insulin pump no
1: more shots no more shots mm-hmm. oh my gosh <laughs> i'm just excited to meet it welcome
2: will you <laughs> check Romy's arm it is or are you good uh, we're just gonna like chat, <laughs> you know, like girl chat.
0: Okay, we're good. We're ready. Yeah, totally hey, sweet. Okay, here we go. Hey everybody, welcome to the latest episode of the Nativist Podcast. And today's guests are two fantastic people. You will fall in love with them as soon as you hear them, and you'll know exactly what I mean. But today we have Gemini and Romani, Romy Turnus <laughs> on today, and I'm so happy that you guys are here. Thank you.
2: Thank you so much. We're so excited to be here. ro
0: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You guys. And so you guys know what I'm talking about. You have to go and I'll give the handle to you you at the end. You have to check out Gemini's Instagram account and you will see Romy in all of her glory because she is such a special, bright superstar that you just instantly fall in love with. Personality for days and so entertaining. Like I keep begging Gem to let Romy have her own... (laughs) reality show because she's the cutest.
2: The world's not ready. The world's not ready for I
0: this. I know. Today we are going to talk about, well, a few different things, but I think some highlights are bravery, resilience, and yeah, just courage. And first, before we get started, I would love for you guys to give a background on yourselves. I mean, even if you just want to give your name, you know what I mean? Yeah, you can launch into the story, whatever feels like right Like
2: podcasting 101 start with your name that'd be great
0: <laughs> well better you than me because obviously I can't even speak
2: oh, it's all of us it's all of us I was dying I'm like that's how it is it's just life that's okay and our names are like it's hard it's hard I love your names by the way well do you want to introduce yourself bro <laughs> this is a video you have to talk
1: uh, uh, okay
2: <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I'll say some things too, but I just didn't know if you, if you don't be shy girl. This is not the time to be shy. We know <laughs> <like that. laughs>
0: Yeah. Let us have it.
2: Yes. Okay. So my name is Gemini. I went to Utah state and graduated in social work and worked in Salt Lake for a little while before coming back here and going back to school for cosmetology. So I'm currently a hair and makeup artist and do that part time while raising my three. Now we just had a third edition, not too long ago, little babies. Yay! And yeah, married. One of my best friends from high school. We knew each other for ten years before we got married, and now we've been married almost ten years. And
0: wait, wait, wait. Will you go into a little more detail because you guys have such a cute story? So yes. you were friends, and then it became more like, oh, I love this story.
2: Yes, yes. Oh, you're so sweet. So we were we met at fourteen um, in high school. We were. Just really good friends, stayed friends. He would like come visit me in college. And I wrote him on his mission. And it was we always had a really good chemistry, but for whatever reason, just always felt like if we were going to date, we would have dated. Or yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It just feels like. By the time we're in our like mid twenties and we haven't dated, you're like, that's we're just friends then, you know. Right.
0: We and... we passed that phase like for it to happen now. Yeah. It yeah. didn't happen. That should be settled. So okay, moving mm-hmm. on to the next phase. Sure. Yeah.
2: Exactly. And yeah, we end up one night, he just ends up telling me, like, he wants to date me. He's always wanted to date me.
0: <laughs> wow, what guts that had to have taken for him?
2: So so, so happy, happy that he did. Yes. Oh, so grateful. But I just like sat there in shock. And as you can imagine, like knowing each other so well for 10 years. I mean, like, we've we've done dances together, we've done yeah. cabin trips together, we've done, you know, all sorts of things together. We dated when we started to date, it was, it just came so naturally that. I mean, yeah, we were engaged shortly after. Yeah, (laughs) not married long after that. And yes, ten years later, I can one hundred percent say it's been the best thing that's ever happened to me. It changes everything when you have like just an equal partner, like equal. He's just like the best teammate ever.
0: I can imagine. I mean, I can't speak from experience, but I can imagine. Yeah, that provides a foundation for you need and where you can draw strength and. I mean, that is such a crucial, vital part. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes. Like, I feel like there's so much focus on, I mean, <laughs> and this makes it sound like we don't have this, but like so much focus on like chemistry and passion and you know, whatever. It's great to have that, but having sure. the foundation of friendship first, oh my gosh, has definitely has made it. I mean, really the greatest thing that's ever happened to me.
0: Yeah. And I like how you framed it too. Like as a teammate, I mean, this is independent of the romance and all of that because there are different Mm -hmm. things to focus on. But I love that it just sounds like a true partnership. And I think that is so important. Like Mm -hmm. when you're going through life, you need somebody who's there with you shouldering the burden, not that life is always a burden, but you have to have someone that you can rely on and someone is there in it with you and you're not doing it all alone. 100%.
2: And it's like, you know, most of life is kind of like shouldering a burden together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll talk Not about life. Hopefully your marriage like <laughs> is a burden, but you know what I mean. Like- yes. You do that so much more, like that. That is makes up so much more of life than just fire, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. to do it like school pickup and take you to dancing. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. It's like so much yes. more just like fundamentally working together and knowing you're on each other's team, you have their back, they have your back. Totally. Nothing will teach you that more than hardships. Nothing will teach you that more than children. And then when your children are enduring hardships. You know, oh, just like all comes together. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. As
2: as, yeah, talked about that way more than I thought I would. I'm so sorry.
0: No, I asked for it. Thank you.
2: <laughs> I was so very passionate about that too.
0: Clearly, yeah, and I love that so so much. So yeah, I'm glad that that came up. Okay, so tell us a little about Romy. So Roman just started kindergarten. <laughs> oh, and it's Roman, right? Yeah, that's her name. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's oh, yeah. I knew oh, that, I and knew the then I just. One. Okay. Okay. It's, like, yeah, it's like interchangeable. Yes. I, I cannot sometimes. tell you how much I love that name. I love that name so much. I love all but, of your kids' names.
2: That's super nice of you because I'm like
0: I oh, feel I like I'm a
2: little bit like from out of left field, but I love it. Good. So, you know, whatever.
0: I that's one of the best parts about them, but Good. I genuinely truly love them.
2: Yes. And the funny thing about um Roman's name, I felt so like I was maybe losing my mind a little that I was <laughs> a sweet baby girl. Roman you know and then she was still like like the sweetest baby ever the happiest girl ever she still is but it made so much sense after she was diagnosed and going through all this like Roman is totally your name like that was uh, oh how fitting Roman means strong yes, yes, and, yes and at yes. the time I was like why why would I name my, my <laughs> feminine girl Roman but like it all made so much sense
0: so quick Divine inspiration, yes,
2: yes, I, I guess. Oh, that's awesome! But we do. We call her Ro and Romy. Do you want to say anything? <laughs> <laughs> so, so she just started kindergarten.
0: Tell us about kindergarten. Do you like your teacher? Yeah. Yeah. What's your teacher's name?
1: Miss Harris.
0: Oh, and so what do you do in kindergarten? It's been a minute since I've been in there. So <laughs> tell me what you do in kindergarten.
1: So like we learn our rules and. You learned rules. Yeah.
0: Those are important.
1: <laughs> and we're done learning about our shapes.
0: Well, that's good. Check that off the list. What's your favorite shape? Do you have one?
1: Oh, uh, like, I don't know which one's my most
0: favorite. Mm. A lot to choose from, yeah.
2: In math the other day, her and her friend were exchanging crush smiles. Her and a boy.
0: Ooh, la la. Look at you.
2: There's a difference between regular smiles and crush smiles, I learned.
0: Oh, I, yeah. I don't know if I knew that either. I mean, this a little late in life. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, she's like so embarrassed. That's so funny, bro. It was cute. <laughs> I wish you could see some of this. You are a very, very expressive little child, aren't oh, you? Oh, I
0: know. Everybody needs to see her. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh thank you. And so expressive. Yes, she's
2: an old soul. You are an old soul, huh, bro? Do you want to say anything else about what do you like to do? Play.
0: You like to play? What do you like to play?
1: I like to play like games with my dolls and stuff.
0: (laughs) Do your dolls have names?
1: Well, I have like so many princess dolls. Like I have like all the princesses. Like the Disney ones. Yeah, and I, and I just got a new doll. Oh, you did? And it is, like, not from Disney. It's just, like, some kind of doll. Nice. Like, it's not in a movie. It's, like, Yep, yeah, just a random yeah. doll. And I, like, found it at the store out of nowhere. I
0: and like, you just had to have her. Get
1: that. Her. I was, like, yeah. get that, get that, please.
0: <laughs> <laughs> had to have her. What's her name?
1: Did you name her? Time. I named her Lantern because so <laughs> she comes with like a little lantern. Oh, oh that makes perfect so, sense. I guess her name is Lantern.
0: I like it. Do you like to sing and dance? What else do you like to do?
1: I like to dance, I, I like to have dance parties. <laughs>
0: You look like you have. I love
1: to play games so much.
0: Oh, me too. What games do you like to play?
1: I like to play guess who and sequence. (laughs) It's true, we are a dancing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I like all the games.
0: All the games. Games are important. Got to have games in life.
1: We went to ride horses for for my grandma's birthday. Mm -hmm.
0: Oh fun
1: so like they gave me the nicest horse and the nicest horse's name was arrow and it was black.
0: oh sounds gorgeous mm -hmm. that's very brave of you to ride horses
1: and then guess what what if they crowd with about their own horses then i will too and then i just shouted out loud "Romeo and arrow
0: (laughs) your team i love it Tell us about diagnosis and all of that, how that all came about. Ro probably doesn't even remember that. In fact, the other day she was like,
2: what happens if I don't put this pump on mom? my husband was like, well, this one time we went to the hospital, (laughs) very sick. She doesn't even remember, which is kind of amazing. I'm actually kind of glad. Yeah. Oh yeah. She was was so young. We didn't have to explain anything. It wasn't a different way of life for her. It was just more shocking for us. And, and we've adjusted since, you know, but it, but it wasn't a huge adjustment for her. I'm, I'm grateful for it, but um, she was just one years old and we Started to notice there was only through the course of about five days, she all of a sudden just started um, wetting through her diapers and her pajamas each night. I was just thinking it was a diaper thing, you know, like, or maybe some subtle infection, or like, you know, a bladder infection or UTI, or again, yeah. she's my first, she's one years old. I just kind of yeah. have no idea. And she's been really healthy up to that point point. and went in through these diapers and everyone's just like, oh yeah, switch to this diaper, switch to this diaper, this brand, this brand. And like I said, after about four or five days later, we were headed to um, a little vacation after Christmas. And so I thought I'll just run down to the urgent care with her real quick. I'm sure what will be a quick antibiotic and we'll take it with us and then we can still do Christmas at home and then go on our little like cabin getaway and it'll be great. And we show up to the urgent care and like, gosh, her vitals are checking out fine, but there's, you can tell there's definitely something wrong with her. I'm just not really sure what it is. And they, at the last minute end up doing, they tested her sugars from her urine in her diaper. And they said, well, we'll give you a call back in a few hours if something's not right. And we kind of were like, that was a random test to do, but you know, whatever, we'll see what happens. And yeah, I remember very vividly, I was um, rocking her to bed. She was almost asleep. And I get a call from my husband that was like, do whatever you do, do not put Romy down. We've got to rush to the hospital. We've oh got to gosh. rush to the ER. Like, they think she has type one diabetes. And I was like, type one diabetes, like that doesn't happen. And yeah, she's yeah. like, oh, she's very healthy. She's very happy. Like I surely would notice if something was wrong. You know, that's an autoimmune disease. I surely would have noticed that. And sure enough, we get there, and her blood sugar levels are so high they don't even register
1: <sighs> on the
2: regular machine. They had to do a full on blood draw. Wow. And- It was like almost 800, which the, like, you know, the average human blood sugar should be somewhere between 80 and 120. Oh my gosh. So she was in critical condition. It's called diabetic ketoacidosis. She admitted immediately. They had to start an IV and it wasn't until we really got to the ER that she started to act a little more lethargic. It it wasn't like that even hours before.
0: Mm, Wow.
2: Very Suddenly, uh-huh. we happened to catch it that night. And honestly, we're so like laying her down that night without us knowing literally could have been a fatal mistake. Like, oh, that about close. Does because that rattle it, you? Yes. I mean, I just didn't know. You know yeah, what I mean? I just right. I didn't even occur like, to me that it was even an option. And that something like that could have, could have happened. So I'm just so like eager to share the signs and symptoms so that yes. it doesn't happen to anyone else because you don't have to catch it within hours of what could have been a very serious situation. You know, like it can, if you're aware of what those signs are, which they can be difficult to diagnose because it is something like drinking more than usual, eating more than usual, urinating more than usual sometimes people pass it off as like the flu or strep throat like the signs can be very very subtle Mm -hmm. until they're not
0: you know and Mm -hmm. and oh
2: as sick as she was didn't have she wasn't vomiting she wasn't like I said incredibly lethargic she was just like her happy one-year-old self so it just you know
0: (laughs) which is easy to overlook and not detect and again like you said you don't have prior experience you don't have anything to draw from your first-time mom yeah, she's been healthy. I mean, it's not like then, you had these yeah. huge clues. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And it's, I mean, oh, it's so hard, you know, like not to beat yourself up over that. But I'm mm-hmm. like, they really are that subtle. Yeah. I was also 12 weeks pregnant with my son at the time. Oh, man. So I was really distracted with morning sickness all the time. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I just was kind of like, I, I just didn't even cross my mind.
0: Yeah, yeah, so. understandably so. Yeah, and that's why, like you said, it's even more important for people to be aware of signs and symptoms.
2: Mm-hmm. Literally, just one little finger prick—like that's all you need. People get scared to even mm. like prick their child's Mama. finger, but I'm like, a, that's the least of their worries if yes. it really is what it is, Mama. and b, it, it really doesn't hurt as much as you think. And yeah. they—I mean, my friends are always Mama. shocked when their when their younger children are totally fine. What? Bro? Yeah, it's
1: like. I feel like I'm low. Do you feel low
2: right now? Yeah. Ironically. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Kind of like- you know what?
2: I should have brought your sensor down here. Do you want to go check your blood real quick?
1: yeah
0: Perfect. <laughs> Sorry, Ro. I can love you- that she like communicates that to you and can tell. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes. And she was, yeah, one and a half when she was diagnosed, but um, she could speak a little. She actually mm. was, like kind of ahead of the language. What well what I would anticipate, 18 month old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, it was so, that was like one of the silver linings and all of oh. I would kind of explain to her, k hey, so what we're going to have to do right now, first we'll do this, then we'll do, you know, first we are going to have to give you a shot. Then we will be able to, you know, go do something fun or, you know, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we, back and forth really well, even as young as she was such a, a silver lining at that Definitely. time. <laughs> You know so much around her she didn't understand and it's hard to, when they're so young to understand like why would you and if you love me and you know yeah like so much pain on me yes oh it was so painful as oh do that to her but insane to me how how naturally resilient they are yes I wouldn't yeah so much firsthand because she wasn't just doing like little finger pricks here and there it was like major blood draws like that you and I get as adults with the IV like kind of like into
0: the veins in your arm. You know what I mean? Like, and think of adults who, who that throws, like that can really yes, yes. take somebody out. Like, you know, when they have a hard time with that, like psychologically, mm-hmm. if they hate needles, if they're afraid of any of that, that can really rattle an adult. And so let mm-hmm. alone a kid, and that would seem so daunting to them, but they are yes. so yes. inspirational mm-hmm. in yes. that regard
2: she, for sure. She had to do a lot of that right from the beginning. And, She just like took it, took it all in stride. You know, like I didn't, I didn't teach her that. I think that's when I was like, this is literally an innate gift because I, I couldn't even have taught you that if I want. Like, nothing I could have done could have prepared us.
1: Yes, (gasps) my dad already checked me.
2: Oh, good. Oh, you were low and you did catch it. High five, girl. Go, Romy. So you've had it. How do you feel when you feel low? How do you know?
1: Because like sometimes I feel like I'm like oh, I'm so tired. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, wait, no, I'm low. Let me check. Smart girl. And I'm like, when I go to check, sometimes it says I'm I'm really good. So I'm just like, oh, I really am tired. (laughs) 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 It's tired. And sometimes you are like tired from blood sugars. Yeah, but like, so like what I do when I'm really low, I like really feel that slow. And I'm like, mom, it's low, it's low. And she's like, let's check. And then, like, when there's a red dot, that means it's like, mm, yeah. Oh, when so there's the- a red
2: dot on your sensor, yeah, that means it's an emergency low. That's what you're yeah, saying. Yeah,
1: so then we like need something that has a lot of sugar.
0: So, like, what? What would you eat then?
1: Well, this morning I was low. So, like, I had a tiny piece of cookie. Mm,
2: that'll do it. Yum and like you just had a banana
1: yeah juice nice. is really yeah cool. like kind of a big piece of banana dad mm-hmm. ate off the top so that <laughs> wouldn't be so low that's what dad <laughs> just handed to me it will be okay it's okay and he's like and I'm just like what are you doing <laughs> and it's like as I look up and I see him like eating the The top off from the banana. I'm like, Dad, what are you doing?
2: (laughs) with With type 1 diabetes, it's an autoimmune disease. So what it is, is her immune system attacked her pancreas. And when your pancreas isn't functioning, then that's what we like manually have to adjust her sugars throughout the day. Just it's different at different times with different activities, with different foods. And when she's low, yeah, you need like some sugar of some sort. We usually do juice or some type of fruit or yes, if cookies are around. Yeah. And then when they're high, you give them insulin, which our pancreas just does this naturally. I feel like people need to be more aware and thankful of their pancreas.
0: For sure. With with all that our body does for us too. Like this really highlights the unsung heroes, our organs and all that they're doing for us. Yes. I had no idea. It was so fundamental to yeah. our health.
2: My nurse okay. friends would joke with me that like, I am a human pancreas. Like I am her <laughs> human pancreas pancreas. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, she's a diabetic body, but like her dad and I are like the diabetic mind. We have, you yes. know, so it's a running joke between us.
0: I love it. Speaking of teamwork. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are yeah. all on a team. Yeah. Yeah. So what were those early days? Like, so she first gets the diagnosis, you figure out that's what she has Oh gosh,
2: like just so much shock. Like I said it was over Christmas. I was like mm. what's happening? We weren't at home. Gosh. We drive home with her and I'm first-time parents will explain being nervous when you leave the hospital with your mm-hmm. newborn like how am like no one has taught me how to take care of this child. How am I supposed to do that? So then we leave the second time and I'm even more afraid. <laughs> yeah. I'm more yeah. afraid because it's kind of a crash course and her blood sugars were still like very unstable which is is just to be expected when they're first diagnosed and this small she was in like the st- statistically speaking she was in one percent of the type one diabetic population like it just doesn't happen very often wow and yeah it was just so shocking because there's no known cause can hmm. tell us when this happened and there's no known cure so you're just kind of all of a sudden like
0: this is oh, your new reality oh, you think this yeah. is a
2: uti because it's an autoimmune disease that you are now
0: in charge of for the rest of your life yeah for the rest
2: of your life yes
0: oh, wow that seems so daunting
2: so daunting I just yeah I felt really overwhelmed and mm-hmm. almost like the wrong mother for like I knew so many so many of my friends were nurses or so many people were that I know are so intelligent w- with like science and diabetes kind of is a science and I'm over here like I just wanted to be the fun mom <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> I didn't sign up for this <laughs> yeah I think there's it's been like- a misassignment yeah <laughs>
2: Honestly, I'm like, how am I supposed to do this for you? Like, this is so out of my wheelhouse. This is so far. Yeah, it was like first thing in the morning, we'd have to give her literally before she's eaten anything, like her long lasting insulin right away. And then you give her short acting insulin through all of the snacks and meals. And then when she runs around a lot, it does something to your blood sugar. When she gets in the tub, like it does something to her blood sugar. When she... All all the time. There's just a constant need to
0: adjust her blood sugars. So you're having to track this and monitor this and constantly adjust Mm -hmm. for different activity levels and figure out how it's going to affect. And that's a lot, especially for an active kid. Mm -hmm. Yes. And you're not ever expecting
2: to have to do that. Like you know that you will, as a parent, you'll do anything for your child, but you just don't think they'll be asked. Yeah. 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 Like you just don't think that just kind of like this unthinkable thing is going to happen.
0: And sometimes I think at least I personally, if you're thinking about being a parent and thinking about doing anything for your kid, you're thinking of those big moments in life or if something just catastrophic happens in the sense like kidnapping or anything like that, you know, where it's just like so huge and like a concrete, finite example, as opposed to. Something that you will have to do daily over and over and over. Yes. Forever on. Like, this is how it is now, instead of something like that's just concrete and discrete in time. Yeah.
2: Yep. Absolutely. And I think that's kind of where, you know, I realized real quick as I was coming to terms and like accepting what our life looked like now that like we just had to make the best of it. Like, whether or like no matter how sad or sick. I felt about it. Yeah. This was our life. I, I can't even express the shock every day. Of, and, and like seeing her little diabetic backpack of like, oh my gosh, like this, that wasn't like a horrible nightmare. Like this is, we have to do this first thing in the morning, like shots first thing in the morning, all throughout the day. And then my husband and I check her through the night because wouldn't you know it? Like the growth hormone was released when they're sleeping and that lowers your blood sugar. And- like the other night.
0: What yes. about that story the other night? Yeah. Will you tell us that? Yes.
2: Yep. And this has happened a couple of times where I'm just, we, we do set our alarms for like every couple hours. So say 11 PM, 2 AM, 4 AM, you know, whatever, depending on our schedule. And so we already do one of us gets up to check her through the night anyway, but there will be times in between those alarms where I have woken up so suddenly and yes, this just happened the other night. I woke up so suddenly. Like I just have to check her. I've kind of given up on passing it on passing it off as just me being paranoid or whatever. I feel like at this point, I just know to follow through with my gut and if she's fine, great, but I can't ignore it. Yeah, You you just have to go with your instinct.
0: Yes. Yes.
2: um, Sure enough. She was 58 and we have technology that usually alerts us um, when her blood sugar is very high or when it's very low. And for whatever reason, it didn't go off that night. We were able to catch it and get her some juice. And we're four years into this and it's still <laughs> kind of an adventure every day, but
0: um, motherhood
2: intuition has played a very strong role in
0: how having- can imagine. This. Yeah. And that's a good life lesson too, to honor your intuition. You know, whenever it kicks up. So Mm -hmm. how are you managing day to day if you're getting up every two hours every night? And I know that you and your husband do this together. And like we said, you're partners. But still, I mean, that has to take a toll. Mm -hmm. How are you handling that? Are you exhausted all the time?
2: Like. Yes. Kind of. You just get used to functioning. on.
0: on. Yeah. And then she's absolutely worth it. You do it no matter what, but 100%.
2: And, and and some nights are easier than others. Some nights she doesn't need correcting. She stays level. You go right back to sleep. Mm -hmm. And then some nights, yeah. Like the other night when she was 58 at one in the morning, you just know it's going to be a long night because she's that low in the middle, like in the, you know, early hours. Yeah. He has about six or seven more hours before she's going to wake up. You just know, like, it's just Like my, my like trials with motherhood, I feel like are not that different than many other people. Just I'm, I'm up doing insulin shots, whatever, but other people might be up.
0: Well, and that's how like life is too, because I love that framing too. And that reminder, we all have our hard, we all have our challenges and comparing our hards and our challenges will get you nowhere too, because I mean, it's, yes, it is such a disservice. And it's our heart and it's like tailored to you specifically, no matter like where people are spiritually or religiously. I mean, and we'll get into this because I know that that is something that you wanted to talk about being a match for your mountain, but we all do. And I think that is a good reminder too, because it helps us have empathy for one another. So we can all be teammates and all like help each other out, you know, and be more understanding and try to help where we can. Yes. I mean, you've always been such a, an amazing human, but how was that reconciling that and accepting that and making peace with it? And was that hard? What helped you? What was that process like? Because that's oh, a lot to take in? It
2: was it was. And honestly, I feel like it's it's ongoing. i the the hard part about something like having an issue with your child's health is that at least with an autoimmune disease, like it's not going away. There yeah. like I said, there is no cure. You yeah. just have to like sit with it and deal with it. And I would say, I would say it's a constant cycle of gratitude like so so grateful from night one that we caught it mm-hmm. to grateful for technology to grateful for her incredible doctor who is so helpful and non-judgmental he doesn't make you feel like you're a terrible mom if you have a good. bad day of good you know I mean and I would say it's just a constant cycle of gratitude and and grieving and and I've learned that they can coexist and yes even something like she had an accident, but like, we, we know she's going to heal and move on and it's going to be fine. Or you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, it was like, you're hit with this and you just, you just have to sit with it. Like diabetes became another child basically that day, (laughs) like a whole other thing that day. And so we've learned, you know, like I didn't, there's some things that I just didn't foresee, like something like going to preschool was like (laughs) hugely monumental for us. She's been right by me to have other people care for her date night is like, it's a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any, that's where the gratitude again comes in is for like our incredible support system. Our, both of our parents have been amazing. I have friends that are like, just teach me, just teach me how to take her and I'll take her and we can call mm. you if there's a problem, you know, like yes. have people that want to step in and, and help and kind of rally around her means everything. Definitely. I would I would still say a cycle. I, she just started kindergarten. I'm like, I just, I saw like, you know, the happy girl with, you know, the cute blonde curls, like skipping into her classroom, but I like, didn't foresee me having to like educate, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, her, her teacher and their, their teacher's aid, like how to, how to take care of her. Like you just, something as small as kindergarten
0: is monumental. So it's not hard for you to give up. I don't want to say control, but to And I don't want to say trust, but I can
2: absolutely imagine
0: how that would be because you're like, this is my baby, and like, we need to protect her. And like, I need to trust that you will, like, this is what you need to do if this happens. And then to just be able to walk away, like, literally be able to walk away and just trust that the teachers will be on it and that like your friends and family will be able to handle it. And that, I mean, even though you love them and you trust them and you know that they're wonderful on a support system. Still, I can imagine how that would be hard to still, Mm -hmm. because you want to control all of that to keep your baby safe and healthy.
2: Yes, absolutely. I'm. we deal with this day in, day out. We've had so many experiences at this point, you know, like of what to do when her blood sugar spikes, what to do when her blood sugar drops. And like, maybe this food might react this way or If she goes this long without eating with diabetes, there's just such a nuance to it. It's not just hard and fast. This is how you handle diabetes, especially with a growing child. So it is hard, but I have, it's been a great lesson for me to accept help for one. I Mm -hmm. never, (laughs) honestly, it's been a huge lesson in like advocacy because I, I wasn't even very good at advocating for myself for most of my life. And I'll speak up, right. And it's like, so. like, why isn't that more of just like a.
0: What? I want that to no, be like shouted. I want it to be a class in school every year. Yes. <laughs> I think yes. it's like vital yeah, yourself. Yes, yes, yes. And
2: so advocating for her so much has helped me so much in that, but yeah, people want to help, you know, people want to help ease the burden. They want to help her have a normal life too. Just the goodness of people has yes. been so, so crucial yes and, and I have like so many thoughts on it I have so much thoughts on it so that it's like oh too too many once.
0: like we were talking about before like we were talking about yeah before we started we were talking about how especially on topics that you're passionate about there's just so much running so through much. your mind and you want to get it out and then it just wants to come out all at once so that Yes. <laughs> the rub lies in trying to commit to just like one stream at a time. So you just don't <laughs> overwhelm the person. So it's coherent, it makes sense. But yeah, yep. like that. I completely understand. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, and um, a couple more questions, then I really want to get into some of those like <laughs> passionate oh, streams good. of thought. Cause yeah, I mean that all is perfectly aligned with this. Okay, yes. so daily life. What is that like? Just like a day in the life of you guys. What is that like?
2: A day in the life is, well, now she has the technology where we do not have to prick her finger. We just kind of scan. Well, oh, actually, sorry. We scan like a monitor onto the sensor that's on her arm. It's, we call it her princess patch. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that forever. Like technology truly is amazing. And so we scan her first thing in the morning to see where she's at and then see if, through her insulin pump, if we need to correct her, if she's higher than usual, or if we need to get her breakfast as soon as possible. And then it's kind of that all throughout the day. We check her so many times. Ro, how many times do you think we check you a day?
1: A lot of times. Wow. So many times.
2: And you, now you check yourself, huh? Sometimes she'll run in well, like you saw before, like I'm low or she'll say, you know, just kind of, she feels funny. So the amazing thing is that she's only five and she knows wow. so well how to take care of herself and that has made it so much easier. Whereas before in her younger, you know, one and two, and even three, you know, you feel like a lot of it is on you because they're so young. They can't really tell. She could, she could tell me when she was low, actually, even as young as two. Wow. I mean, even as adults, we have a hard time listening to our body. Yes,
0: we do. Yes, we do. I I was going to say, that's a good thing too, that she's learning this, this early and that it's so crucial that she does, because Mm -hmm. that is something that I think serves people, in multiple ways to listen to their body. Yes. Yes.
2: Absolutely.
0: And I love how you frame things. I love how you frame the princess patch because I think (laughs) how you approach it and how you frame it is so important for kids, for adults, for everything that we face in life. I think how you frame it can make all the difference. Mm.
2: Yes. Well, I knew you know she was going to be different. Like people would look at her and see what is that?
1: Mm-hmm. What yeah. is
2: that on her arms? Why is her mom? I mean, especially like the shock that some people would give me when I would have to give her a, a shot in public or oh, when yeah. I wipe her arm. I mean, just literally <sighs> the confused faces. <laughs> and I, I just was like, but we owe everything to these devices. We owe everything to insulin. The fact that she's still here, that there's medicine mm-hmm. like that can fix this autoimmune disease. I mean, without it earlier, before it was Insulin was invented, like it just was basically a death sentence.
1: Yeah. Oh like my
2: like gosh. We we owe everything to this. And I wanted her to understand that early on. So we would. <laughs> I mean, it sounds crazy. Like I said, I wanted to be the fun mom. So <laughs> I have tried to make diabetes fun, I guess. Yes. So like we would High five. yeah, insulin, because instead of it being like, I have to give you a shot, it has to be like. Luckily, we can give you a shot. Yes, and you know, luckily, you are alive and well. And and I wanted her to feel that early on that she might she might be different, but I mean, honestly, we're all different, and just some differences are like outwardly. I don't know. Some some kids may have like issues that are more internal. but but what we have going on is more external and like, that's okay. That's 100% okay. And I think I said more than anything, we're just grateful. You don't want those differences to ruin her, her self-esteem or it was really important to me right away that I let her know this is, this is something special about you. And luckily we have what you need to help. We have, we have what we need to help you, you know?
0: Yeah. And there's so much to unpack with that. Gratitude is a healing balm for everything. It's a superpower. And then how our challenges and our trials can actually be superpowers too. I don't know if you've read David and Goliath. And I mean, it's a concept that we've heard before how our strength can come from our trials and that can be leveraged and alchemized and just naturally made into our strengths. So what we struggle with or what we've had a hard time with or what we might see as a, a weakness or a failure or a drive back or an obstacle can actually be our superpower and our strength and what makes us succeed and what makes us um, evolve and become even better. And I mean, so many, I think everything that we go through can be viewed in that lens. And it just, I mean, the whole idea behind that, and especially the book is that like you look at David and Goliath and David actually was better set up for success because of all the things that you think would be his weaknesses. And I think that's so powerful to think about that and to review your own life through that lens and not just think automatically, oh, so I have this condition, or I have this, or like you had said, just because you have something that's visible, that's also important to take into consideration and to view our uniqueness as a good thing and to appreciate and embrace everybody's uniqueness. Yes. Yep.
2: I mean, I love so much about what you said. I I could see so much of what I had gone through even before I was a mother and even before I was a wife like so so much of oh, adversity. I kept on, one, I kept on thinking animosity Oh my guys. So much of the adversity I experienced before kind of set me up. I feel like for success, I don't know if you'd say success, but at least we're surviving. Yeah. <laughs> in, in what we're experiencing now just like I said in My relationship with my husband, that we had that foundation of friendship. I can tell you, there is nobody you want more next to you in an ER or hospital room than like your absolute very best friend.
0: Oh, sure. I can imagine. Yeah.
2: Everything. And, you know, we experienced like a few years of infertility before she was born Mm -hmm. and then having her, no matter what we have to do to help her, like the fact that she's even here was already a miracle. So it makes it easy to do all these selfless things for because yeah. your you're just like so grateful they're here. And I feel like you have to get into a habit kind of a reframing your adversity when you're in the habit of making it might be hard, but you can still be happy. It is a habit I feel like you have to do. And I I was practicing that habit, turning hard into happy for years before we dealt with this.
0: Mm, yeah. Basically. Yes. <laughs> yes.
2: And, and we've seen that come into play like time and time again. And, you know, like I said, trying to make like diabetes fun is yeah. like, <laughs> it's come more naturally because I've had to just like grin and bear it this is what we're going to do. So we are going yes. to have a, a dance party after we change pumps. We are going to do, you know, we do this little affirmation with her since she was so little Ro, What do we say when we, when we would change your princess patch? What have we said since you were so small? We say Romy is strong.
1: strong. Yeah. I would like when I was
2: little. So I would
1: say Romy is, and I would go strong.
2: Yes. I love that. And we still do it. She's five, and we still do it. I love that. It's so empowering. No, I mean it's just it's amazing what we can do when we have to do it. Yeah. You know, there's just no other way. I mean, I've said this before. That I could give her a shot while crying, and I could give her a smi- or a shot while smiling. And I might as well do it being happy because what is being sad going to do for us? Like the fact remains, I have to give her a shot.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you can't choose that, but you can choose your reaction to it. 100%. Yes. And I like how you said before about being a match for your mountain. Will you tell us more about that?
2: Yes. I feel so strongly about the mantra. Mon- oh, I feel <laughs> so strongly about the mantra. You are a match for your mountain because... I've witnessed it. I've witnessed it. And like I said, a young, tiny one-year-old who was too young to know otherwise, she wasn't holding herself back. There was no like preconceived notions of how strong she is or isn't or what she could and could not handle. And I saw the power of that, of just naturally raw. You are a match for your mountain. You can absolutely handle what is handed to you. I mean, I think we just already are everything we need to be to overcome what life hands us. If it's strengths or characteristics we already innately possess, or like I said, from trials we've gone through before, because I feel like we take a little piece of knowledge from each one and each yes. each one helps us get to the next. I But I also feel like some of what we go through, there's strength and resilience there that just hasn't been unearthed that you yes. already do have. Yes. So like, really, you already are everything you need to be to overcome what life will
0: hand you. Yes. And in that is the potential and capability to further develop any characteristics or skills that you need to rise to that challenge and to climb that mountain. But you have it within you. You have that capability within you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We've learned a
2: lot about what it means to be brave. I don't feel like I was particularly born brave or that I'm braver than anyone else, but it's like I said, it's what we do when we just have no other choice. I learned really quickly that you can, you can be afraid and do it anyway. And that's mm-hmm. still being brave, you know, like when I'm at home and, and have to, you know, do a pump change by myself or just h- pray again, like mother to tu- motherhood intuitions, like going to be right in the snack I give her or the amount of insulin I give her because it's such a balancing act. I have to just trust that I'm doing it right anyway, even though I'm afraid. You yeah. know? And it's really is just Ro, Will you explain what you do? What do you yes. do when you feel afraid? Yes, Ro, what do you do?
1: Like, when I change my pump, I, like, always snuggle, Dad.
2: Mm-hmm. We've both learned we need to take a deep breath, huh?
1: Yeah.
2: We take our deep breaths, and then we just...
1: And then, and then before I change my pump, I'm like, wait. And then I was like, what? And then, <sighs> and then, and then I'm just like, uh, <laughs> and I just like... So we're a little hesitant because
2: we're a little wait, afraid. Wait,
1: no, I have to tell you something. <laughs> well, well you're not saying anything so we're doing it I'm like wait no I, I remember what I have to say <laughs> and, and like, sometimes we're a
2: little hesitant when we have to change the pump huh but what do we do we, we always take a deep breath and we both had to learn to do this together we just have to take a deep breath and it's really it's just like five seconds of courage is really all that being brave is. just doing the thing oh, just starting the thing Yes. yes, and um, then it's over, huh, Ro? You always get
1: so snap. nervous before. Yes, and, and then... And one time we danced on my leg when I was out, and I was playing so loud.
2: Yeah, that one didn't feel good, huh? Some, mm. some pumps hurt worse, and some pumps don't hurt as bad. Mm. Uh, but then what do we always say? Then it, then it's over, like we did it, and we always do our little affirmation, like "Romy is strong, and then we, yeah, try to do like a dance party or... Something to kind of celebrate. Like we did the hard thing. And like you said before, like our heart is different than everybody else's heart, but I still feel like we should all celebrate getting through. Oh, (laughs) big believer in that. Big believer in that. Yes. Because I'm like, it's not something, not everybody knows what it's like to, you know, we we change her pump like every three days and we change her princess patch every 14 days. And like, you know, not everybody has. You know, like days where they know they're going to do something hard. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Mm-hmm. Like we can have a big moment. We will be doing something hard. Yeah. You know, I feel like still just, like I said, having that like five seconds of courage to start the thing you didn't want to do. And then you never end up regretting that you started
0: it. You know what I mean? And what a feeling when you do do something that you didn't think you could do that you were afraid of doing. And that is bravery. Mm-hmm. acting in spite of fear it's not as brave it might be a really cool thing that you're doing if you're doing it and you're not afraid of it but how rad is that when you're doing something that you're afraid of and you do it anyway that is yeah so inspirational and incredible
2: yes like I said we all do this but type one has kind of given us the opportunity to just <laughs> practice it more than yeah. we maybe would have <laughs>
0: So what are some of your lessons learned or things that you wish you would have known at the start of this or any guidance that you would give to people facing this?
2: Hmm. That is such a good question.
0: I was so intimidated
2: and afraid um, of type one that I wouldn't be the mother that she needed, that I could never measure up to being the mother that she needed. But I wish I would have known really in the end, type one was shaping me to be, has shaped me into the mother that I am, that I always wanted to be. I always wanted to teach my kids to be strong. I always wanted to teach my kids to be brave. My son, who was born six months after she was diagnosed, um, my son and and Romy have the sweetest relationship ever. And that's all I wanted as I grew my family. I wanted my kids to be able to advocate for themselves. I wanted a strong marriage where like friendship and love kind of ruled over all. I mean, it's given me all of that. I wish I would have known that. I wish I would have, you know, maybe been quicker to accept things and just, it's hard to accept that this was for us. You know what I mean? Like, I I wanted to reject this so hard. I wanted, like, oh, I would do anything for a cure. Yes. (laughs) Anything, anything to give this up for her. But, honestly, like four years in, I can say it's, it's shaped our family into what I always wanted it to be. And I can't be anything but grateful for that. Yes.
0: I love that. I love that message. I love you guys. Thank you for sharing all of this with us. And I think this is so valuable, like you said, so people can be aware of signs of this and know what to look out for just in case they are facing this and so many nuggets of wisdom and life advice in here. I think (laughs)
2: You are so sweet. Thank you so much for giving us the opportunity, and I do. I hope it helps helps a family in the future.
0: Oh yes, thank you. And Romy, thank you for being so brave, and thank you for telling us your story.
2: Thank you. Or hey, you're welcome. You.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Where can people
2: find you? Yep, I'm just on Instagram at gemified j e m i f i e d underscore and that's where I'm, like I said, I just had a baby not too long ago, so I haven't been as active on
0: social media, but we're getting back into the swing of things, so. Oh, and you guys, if you go, you can see Romy in all of her glory and just see what a special princess she is.
2: Yes, she's for sure. Born that way, huh, sis?
0: That's <laughs> came right. Came with, with
2: her own little
0: <laughs> life so we're happy to
2: share it. <laughs>